Now, Claire Oral historian Dr. Tomás McConmara will be giving tomorrow's annual lecture at the Oral History Network of Ireland. The lecture in Dublin is titled Always in the Human Consciousness, Exploring the Memory of Ireland's Revolutionary Period. To tell us more about it and to find out what those attending the lecture can expect, we are joined by Tomás and it will of, be of particular interest, I think, to uh, those of us in Clare as well. Tomás, good morning to you. Hi, Ellen. Uh, thanks very much for being with us. I'm sure you're de- for delighted, first of all, to be to be invited to, to give the Oral History Network of Ireland's annual lecture. Yeah, I am, absolutely. You know, it's, it's a great honour to be invited to, 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 to deliver it. Um, I, I suppose I've been, been working in this area for a long time and have always believed very strongly in the value of, of oral history and of memory. And obviously the Oral History Network as, as a national body for oral history, you know, it, it's, it's, I suppose it's nice to to, to get um, or for the recognition of, of the work, uh, at least first and foremost outside of myself, to, 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 for the value of memory relating to the revolutionary period right across the country, for that to be recognised is certainly gratifying. What is it about the revolutionary period, Tomás, that interests you so much? I mean, naturally enough, when we think of it, you know, the War of Independence, the Civil War, it was a time of huge upheaval in the, in the country. But is there anything else besides the fact that that interests you so much about it? Um, I, I think it's, 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 it's the, the connection to place um, that the experience um, brings about and the, the reality of the, the war of independence and the revolutionary period is that this was a war of such you know, profound international significance that was fought within the townlands and villages and streets of, of our country um, so you know, when we consider that experience we consider the activism of, of local people, local young men and women fighting in their own townlands in their own villages, parishes and so on um, against uh, you know what was one of the most significant empires um, the world had ever seen, and for the liberation of their own country, there's a tremendous power in that beyond you know any historical experience. And I'm interested in all history, and you know have my oral history work has taken me well beyond the the, the revolutionary period. <clears throat> but of course, my writing is probably maybe more focused on that. But certainly, that ability for that experience and its documentation through memory um, has that capacity to illuminate our own landscape all around us. But with so much depth and meaning because we're literally looking at the fields and the roads and the houses uh, you know where these this struggle took place and we can relate to it through our own place and through our own people and our own ancestors and there, there's a power beyond that uh, or sorry there's a power to that I think that goes far deeper um, than almost any other aspect of our historical inheritance so I suppose it was that for me in my own townland of Valley Malone and the people I spoke to initially and how they were able to, to you know, identify places within my own uh, landscape that had this historical connection and um, I, I wrote before Alan about finding a uh, an old revolver in my own townland when I was about nine years of age within the ruins of a of an old um, building and that that had been deposited there back in that period of the war of independence and you know I found it as a young boy in the in the late 1980s so that was an example and an illustration for me of how you know the legacy of that period was literally in the townland where I came from and of course that would be the case right across the country the lecture, as I, I mentioned, Tomás, uh, that you'll be giving tomorrow is titled Always in the Human Consciousness, Exploring the Memory of Ireland's Revolutionary Period. What can those attending expect from that? And just that exploration of memory, I, I, can that be difficult work for you sometimes? Because particularly with events that happened so long ago, like the Civil War and the War, the war of Independence, for some of those 
people you speak to, they may want to suppress some of the, the memories. They're just too painful. Others may be scarred by the memories. Others will have vivid recollection. And then some may... Rec- their recollection of events may be a little bit different from, from what happened and obviously that may be affected by the passing of time. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and the key point, let's say, in, in the work that I've done over, over a, lot, a long number of years is that, you know, obviously it was important to kind of sharpen the skills of, of the oral historian in terms of collecting um, oral history and tradition and so on. But but what, what was equally important was to, to try and build an understanding of memory over the, the, the years as well. And you're quite right. I mean, memory can be affected by many different things and there's a selectivity and <clears throat> there's a bias and, and there is the natural, um, you know, um, way that memory can be shaped by, by different external influences. But for me, one of the critical um, dimensions of memory that I needed to try and understand was silence and you know it's almost counterintuitive in some sense but to understand memory at an individual level and also as a community or collective level the most important dimension to understand is silence and if you have the capacity as a practitioner of oral history to be able to detect silence within an individual's narrative or then broadly speaking more broadly in terms of a collection of memory um, to be able to register those silences and to see where the gaps are and to try and establish why maybe certain things are not remembered or certain things, I should say, aren't recollected, Alan, rather than not remembered, because in my experience, very little is not remembered. It's just necessarily it mightn't be recollected. So there's that difference between the private memory and the public commemoration, um, which was important to understand. So a lot of that, I'll be discussing that, not in an academic way, as hopefully people who may know me, you know, uh, you know, I, I, I try to approach this from a very human understand human perspective, uh, point of view and with a view to try and understand the past because that's the fundamental thing and I think that's what memory and oral history can do for us. It helps us to understand the experience of the revolutionary period, to understand the depths of it, the emotions of it and the legacy of it. And if you can understand that, then you can begin to understand the dimensions that you introduced there that affect the way in which we recall and the way in which we understand um, that experience of 100 years ago and its relationship to us in 2022. Well, the lecture is taking place tomorrow. The Oral History Network Ireland lecture, the annual lecture called Always in the Human Consciousness, Exploring the Memory of Ireland's Revolutionary Period is from 7 to 9pm uh, tomorrow evening uh, at the Royal Society of Antiquaries of Ireland uh, in Merrion Square up in Dublin. But you can register for free by going to oralhistorynetworkireland.ie and the man who will be giving that lecture, of course, is the Clare Oral Historian, Dr. Tomás McComra. And Tomás, um, best of luck with it. I'm sure it'll be very interesting. You'll be weaving in audio samples as well from those who've experienced the period and deeply felt its legacy so I'm sure it'll be quite the experience for those who are there and thank you so much for joining us this morning. You're, you're very welcome. Thanks a million, Alan. It's uh, Dr. Tomás McConmara there.